This week, the number one show on Netflix was Love is Blind, season four, episode one. Hey, Justin and Ashley. Yes, yes Dave. Dave. Why are people watching this? I don't, I don't know, know, Dave, but, but let's, let's figure, figure it out. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast, everyone. This is Why Are People Watching This, where we watch the number one show on Netflix and then ask and answer the question, why are people watching this? Number one this past week was Love is Blind. Yep. Which uh, I had never seen and forgot existed, but... It Ashley reminded us that it is massively popular. It became a huge hit during the pandemic. Huge. Um, and it is. And you completely missed it because your love of uh, of reality TV, reality TV is lacking. Sure, <laughs> hatred for this yeah. sort of stuff usually. Yeah, this and so is I, there's no thing. chance I would have watched this on my own. No, no. I know. I... So now we're into season four. Yes. It's unbelievable that we're on season four. This is yeah. So this, just yeah, for people who know the format, like we'll whatever is the number one thing we watch. So if it's season four of this show even though i've seen nothing i had to start with season four episode one so that's what we ended up watching yeah so there's not a lot of context for me which i'll <laughs> complain well about. i don't think there would have been I, there would have been very little context even if we watched well i just don't understand one. any of the rules or what was going on so but we'll <laughs> yeah. get into that dave what is the official <laughs> synopsis oh gosh okay <clears throat> as singles begin a new round of voice only dating intersecting love triangles take shape that may lead to heartache down the line Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course it will lead to heartache. Of course, it will lead to like fist fights and that kind of thing. That would be fun. Oh, that'd be more fun. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Then what is uh, Dave? We'll start with you. You're the you're the person out of the gate. What's your okay. synopsis this week? Give me your synopsis. I need your synopsis. Give me your synopsis. I need your synopsis now. <clears throat> In another attempt to see if they can break humans. Reality TV producers put 15 men and women in captivity and see if they will agree to spend the rest of their lives together before seeing or smelling each other. <laughs> then they are let loose to actually see and smell each other as well as all the other participants and the expected emotional and psychological carnage takes place. They wrestle with their biological drives versus their sense of personal integrity under a time clock of impending lifelong commitment. It's like bear fighting in the Coliseum. Hard to watch, but also hard not to watch. <laughs> I love it, Dave. Oh, no. That's so you good. You just can't look away. That also, is a great synopsis. see and smell thing, that was a bit, I wrote so many times, they can't smell each other. Exactly. This must be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we both think so. Why? What's going on with the smelling? You gotta smell your partner. You gotta smell your partner. You don't know if you're yeah. a match until those pheromones get sucked into your... <laughs> I, yeah, that, that will appear later in the podcast. Okay, okay. so okay. Ashley, what's All your right. synopsis? Well, I, uh, yeah, here it is. Can you meet your soulmate on a reality TV show? Maybe. I'm going to share a quote from one of the contestants that I feel perfectly encompasses this television production and the people on it. If you feel that strongly about someone, you've got to take that leap and just hold them tight. Never let them go. Love hurts, but you can't stop that. Let that stop you from getting what you deserve. Take that leap, bro. Take that leap. Oh, I remember that guy. I remember the take that leap, bro. (laughs) Marshall. Take that leap, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was just so it was just one person just said all of that yeah. within like there it was uh yeah but here's mine you know what's worse than going on an actual blind date <laughs> watching people you do not know or like going on blind dates with each other <laughs> but i guess if you're into microbladed brows preposterous lip fillers and unwarrantedly self-confident people 
and <laughs> self-confident people entering into meaningless love triangles for the sake of Netflix fame, then I guess this is the show for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Um, microblading. Microblading. All right. All right. Let's is. kick this off, okay. Dave. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about some things that are okay, and I will lead it off. What is your number one thing you liked most then, Dave? This was okay, I guess. Could have been a lot better, but also worse. So, you, you're new to this. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm not. Okay. But the first time, I'm, I'm just going to harken back to when I first heard of the show the concept is intriguing i have to admit it's intriguing because they frame it as a social experiment um it's not really an experiment which i'll get into later but <laughs> at this point but initially it has all the trappings of kind of an interesting experiment right because of how we're now obsessed with visuals like we're just swiping on pe- people's image people's pictures right that's how we date now to actually go okay well let's see if people can make a connection without any visual uh visual input yeah Mm -hmm. i think the concept is intriguing but you're not wrong yeah you're not wrong i i you know i hate the execution and the grossness of reality tv in a general sense however there is something intriguing about that which is why it's so popular because i think so yeah yeah it's like can you fall in love with someone if you can't see them although you know there are uh visually impaired people yeah. For whom this is everyday life. Yes. You know, so it's not like such an amazingly bizarre thing. Like, no, it's okay. There's a yeah. lot of You're fine... not reinventing the wheel yeah, here. No, it's, it happens all the time. Yeah. Oh man. Um it's my my number one like is a bit similar to yours, Dave, but I, I like that with this show it gives people an opportunity to connect without some of their unconscious bias coming into play, like, uh, you know, based on someone, how a person looks or what their job is or their age or their race, all of that stuff that we typically, um, that we've grown up with, that that is part of who we are, has become part of our identity and our perspective of the world gets kind of taken away and you get to see, well, what's what's left over. So, yeah, I like the removal of many biases, not all biases, but many of them okay cool indeed sort of the same page as dave then yeah so here's my number one and unfortunately i watched this a few days ago and i don't remember who these people are (laughs) but i wrote tiffany and brett seem like actual nice people maybe they're just older and more mature now were they the ones where she fell asleep at the end correct okay and then they made the big drama yeah, yeah so so i did like both of them when they were talking as humans they they are the only people who seemed to me almost uh, authentic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and also pleasant and also taking this with a grain of salt a little bit and i think it's just because of their ages maybe but i seem to remember liking them so okay so you liked a couple of people in this good (laughs) just them just just them them. literally just those two (laughs) um well i'm gonna yeah stay on the contestants for a minute because i i think my wife got into this in the early pandemic in the first season and i feel like in the first season everyone there was no real problem with it because there was no real uh, uh, difficulty because everybody was attractive. So no matter who came oh, out... Oh, they were going to they were gonna win. You know, yeah. yeah, somebody was going to be like, oh, you know, it was just degrees of who was more attractive than another. I felt like in this one, they had pe- people with a few more minor flaws, but most of these people are like probably in the top 10% of attractive people anyway. Now, nobody really looked normal in here, but there was a few people that had 
normal-ish things. Like there was one shot of the guy, I can't remember his name. He was either the scientist or another guy. And he had like a zit on the side of his nose here. And I yes, was like, I oh, saw that's that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. wondering if they actually f- focused on that side of his face so they could show that because he was that was when he was talking to the woman who said she had such trouble with acne as yeah a kid. so there was a woman with acne scars right yeah, which yeah, is yeah. just a normal typical human thing but in this show has become this like <laughs> can you imagine well this could be the can deal you this will be the deal life. breaker right yeah. of course yeah. but you know at least the people in this weren't just and most of these dating shows are just stunningly gorgeous like why are these people even having trouble attracting yeah. mates in the first place mm, so anyway that. yeah <laughs> uh, yeah no that was interesting agree yeah yeah, I really, um, I, I, my, I really liked Brett and Tiffany, Justin. Oh, that's, that's not um, But I thought so. I, I felt like in the same vein. I thought that they didn't fit on this show. But, yeah, um, but one, they're normal. But one thing, um, I just, I, 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 this is in both the like and dislike section. But in their conversation, there's a point where they are wearing this. They they discover that they're wearing the same colored garment. Like her dress is like a teal blue, and his shirt is a teal blue. And they're like, "Wow! Like, oh my gosh! Can you believe it?" Yeah. And even though I also dislike that, I also I thought that was really cute that they that this weird thing that they got so excited about the fact that they're because I I, I guess what I'm trying to say if I'm trying to if I can be more succinct is that when you take out visual cues from these types of situations when you're dating everything gets a little bit more exciting or titillating because you're like well what are you wearing and what what wait what's happening like you you're doing that and I'm doing this and we don't know about it Mm, you're right it it was kind of sweet although my wife pointed out like those aren't the same color at all because she's really good at like color (laughs) stuff and I'm like it's all kind of blue She's like, no. And she just gave me a whole lecture on the degree of non similarity between these two blues. Yeah. So she'd be terrible in a show like this. Yeah. I I guess as as a as it's a little bit annoying, but it's also very sweet in a way. Yeah. Because you're just taking that visual element out and you're getting different kinds of reactions and conversations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, my number two is I it this is interesting to no one except me, but that guy Paul. Mm-hmm. He did like, uh, well, I don't know what he did. Ecology, natural, environmental, science. Science. Yeah. environmental science. He was and, an environmental scientist. That's right. And he said, I spent time in the Bahamas mm-hmm. studying environmental si- science, and I think he said I did something with sharks. And I'm yes. like, oh, I know where exactly where he was. He he was at the uh, shark lab in Bimini, <gasps> cool. and I spent time in Bimini doing research on dolphins, which we which were like they were like sort of two competitive rival research stations in Bimini. Yeah. One of them was the shark people and one of them was uh, um us dolphin people. And so I knew exactly where he spent. And then I'm like, is it is it was he lying? So I looked him up. His name is Paul Peden and yes indeed he spent six months living on um Bimini studying <laughs> sharks. Cool. So you creeped this guy. Well I just on wanted to socials. know I'm like well if he's <laughs> if he is who he says he is, I bet he must have like it must be a record of him. But yes there was there is he was. a published and credentialed individual I don't think he, I don't think he's that kind of I don't know his, if he's an academic or what he was doing in terms of academics I don't think he was publishing Writing. research mm. oh, okay but I don't know I didn't get that deep because I had to log into LinkedIn in order to look oh. and I did not want to log in and have Paul see that I was looking at him. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm yeah. sure there are a lot of people looking up Paul online right now. Yeah, from this show, probably not. <laughs> probably not a weird podcasting nerds who are like, no, are his credentials real? Yeah. I, yeah, that's how we talk in the podcast world. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's the exact. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the number three? Uh, great tone you? there. <laughs> 
Um, I I appreciated that they at least threw in the the leopard print guy. You know, the guy <laughs> oh, that said, I loved wearing leopard. And then the guy that was talking about like getting nosebleeds. Yeah, oh, like that. that was the number four on my list. That's... Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's that's great because those are the kind of people that, you know, really you would expect to see in they something like this. They need the help. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, that's very interesting. I, um, I really liked, uh, I know we already talked about Brett and Tiffany, but I really liked Brett's, um, story and his situation with that his he talked brother about his dying? brother. This is terribly sad. I know, but it just it it they don't. I mean, I don't I don't watch a lot of reality television, so I don't know how genuine or authentic people's stories are when they come. But as an example, there was also um, the guy Zach. He talked about his mom and how she was a stripper. And I don't know if I even believe. That. I don't know if I believe that, but I definitely believed Brett. Like I, it was just yes. again because there are real people who probably didn't belong on this show. So. Yeah, and and I just I liked that. Um, maybe not every single person has a wonderful uh, as a not um is as wonderfully authentic mm. as he and and Tiffany seem to, to be um but i just i appreciated that they showed that and that they had a moment of authenticity like that it was, was it was quite yeah, heartbreaking it was a little t- a little bit touching yeah yeah uh, yeah. So and my then last she fell like... asleep and ruined the whole thing, <laughs> yes, or did she? Yeah. I'll talk or about that later. She, yeah. Um, so uh, my final like is I was gonna say the bloody nose story, but I guess I'll say um, the the pods that they're in mm-hmm. look, look comfortable and they're probably soundproof. So if she really did fall asleep, no wonder. Like if you put me in a soundproof little <laughs> where everything was soft, the floor was soft, and the couch was yes. soft, and I was. And the lights were dim. I'd be asleep in seconds. Yeah, like same. a proper old man. Yeah. And it was so. Oh, I've slept in. I've slept in pods like that in Japan. Like uh, in their the, pod the hotels? capsule hotels. Oh, capsule and it's hotel. very comforting. Listen, oh. I, I I keep bugging my wife to see if we can install like a capsule hotel style sleeping pod. And it's, <laughs> for naps. No, for a regular sleeping. Because I think sleeping in a pod, like essentially, is like a nice coffin. <laughs> Is really uh, soothing. It is. Yeah, it's Dogs like a womb. Sure, they do. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. That was my last like. I like the pods. The wombs. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, I guess we might have to move on to things we didn't like. Come on and tell me what you don't like. I'm gonna tell you what I don't like. Come on and hit me with your insides, grumbles and gripes. Oh. Shocks. That should be easy. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm going to just jump onto this. I, this isn't really an experiment. You know, they're talking about the social experiment. You know, it's not really an experiment at this point. Maybe the first season might have been an experiment because um, people didn't probably really know what they're getting into. They probably mm. just signed up for this thing, like a legitimate experiment, right? You, you go into it blind. You don't really know what's going to be happening. But now it's like we're three seasons in. People know what's going to happen. Yeah. They know that the format of the show hasn't changed any, right? They have 10 days where they're in these pods meeting each other. And then whoever uh, proposes gets together and then they send them on a, like a honeymoon basically where they all get together and see everybody else. And then that's where all the chaos happens. And then they go, and if they manage to make it through that, they go and live together in an apartment. Um, provided by the show as like a living together couple and if they survive that then they go to a wedding right so that's wow. really yeah that's, i'll tell you this oh i didn't realize that for someone who's not seen the show i didn't i don't know any of that that was not explained up front right. and so i did spend a lot of time being confused as to they're like oh can he propose now and then they leave the show like this whole like living together in an apartment and then getting married at the end of it that's all news to me oh okay. so as a first time viewer i don't that's know what true. you're they talking about they didn't yeah. provide any exposition yeah and so that, that was um 
but but that's, that's been the format of the show now for four seasons. So people who have watched the show and these contestants know what's going to happen to them, mm. right? So, I know what you're saying. So it's not an experiment at all. It's not an experiment at all. And some people, some people may even skew the experiment because they they know how it's all going to play out. So they want it like might Survivor. Be, they've got strategy. Oh yeah, my gosh. and people might want just the the fame of being on TV. So they would just play the game as long as because there's no prize mm. money at the end of this. Like these other shows, yeah, you have to stay on and get prize money. The prize money. They get actually paid to be on the show. So the longer you stay on the show, the more you get paid. And also the more fame you get in the more notoriety or Mm. whatever, right? So, you know, it's not really an experiment. It's just like at this point, people could just be playing whatever. Like you were saying, the guy, is the stripper story real? Who knows, right? Because he could, he could have, he started out strong. He was saying, oh, I'm a stripper, right? He was like, yeah. making he, up all yeah, these stories about himself. Yeah, he was himself. just a little liar. So yeah, yeah, but he was playing the game potentially. Yeah. Okay. So at this point, people are playing a game, right? Where before, mm-hmm. maybe if this or if they changed the format and people didn't know how long are we going to be in these pods? What's mm-hmm. supposed to happen? I see. Cool. Right? There was no. It's not. They've taken the experiment out of the experiment. Yeah. Now it's yeah. just another reality show. Yeah. yeah. That you can win. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Oh man. Ash? What's your number one thing you hated the, the most? I. The most? It's. Yeah. I know that it. I know it's 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 small. It's not it's not a big deal. And I know that overuse of the words like and literally, I can't. Oh, I, I literally know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, do you really? Do you like know what I'm talking about? Do you like, literally I, yeah. like know what I'm like talking about right now? Like I don't know if you do. Oh, you now you've entered old person category. I'm sorry, yeah. but I Kids can't handle it. It is so irritating it is so irritating it does every second word it is like when you're someone's giving a presentation and they use um a lot and then eventually halfway through all you hear is um and i and i i should say you know these people might be very nervous maybe they're they're you know they're in an uncomfortable and weird situation they've never been in before it's the first episode maybe they get better but i just have a strong feeling they don't and that this is just how they speak i get it i don't like it well, I've got I've got stuff like that on my list, but I'll, but I want to lead with the thing that bugged me the most. That was the thing that bugged me the most. Yeah, no, for me. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and so, so the competition part of it, or the premise of it, where you are trying to find a mate mm-hmm. and you can't see them, is actually kind of neat. Mm-hmm. And for the first little bit, I'm like, oh, this is not so bad, kind of interesting. But then it became clear that this love triangle situation, where you're like, oh, this person might like her more than than me, and and then there's like fighting and then there's like and then the the men and the women are like like oh well if you really like me then do this and like and and it became all negotiation and then they were there was like animosity between the women back in the and i'm like oh this is terrible because that part of it is gross if it was just a sort of a dating game fine but now you've got this reality part where people are just being really nasty to each other just for the sake of for this and it's drama and i don't and that's just because of the situation that they've been put in by these producers mm. and i didn't like that but i'm afraid going forward that's pretty much what the whole rest of the show is going to be yeah. is backstabbing and, and and conniving and trying to make people break up and like that's just unpleasant yep. but but like whether or not you can get along with someone just by talking to them, that was interesting. Right. So anyway, that was the, the one thing I did not like. <laughs> and okay. I will never watch this show because of it. Can't yeah. stand it. Okay. Yeah, well, what you can tell, like, the pacing, I was going to put that in my likes, is, like, like other reality shows seem to drag on and on and on. There's just all kinds of, like, mundane shit that happens and, you know, whatever. But this, they get through this 10 days pretty quickly, right? The first couple episodes, I think, is all the pods. And then it gets to the... Oh, really? 
Yeah. Oh, I thought, so I thought only it was in pods the... all the way to the, like, the very end. Oh. I don't think so. I think it switches pretty quickly into like, then they go on this big vacation. And then that's when the drama happens, right? Because oh. then, then they get the reveal <laughs> of, oh, this is the person I proposed to, but oh. That's the guy that I let I didn't, and then they start the chemistry. Oh my oh, god! That's, see, that's that. Because then that's they then bad. they unleash the biological imperative, right? Where it's like, oh, but I'm super physically attracted to that mm. guy who I hated in the pods. So. Oh, see, I don't like that at all. So yeah. I like the I like the first two days, I guess. So it's yeah, it's so they basically they they get all the fun stuff out of the way, and then they watch each other, watch them rip each other to shreds. Is basically <laughs> yeah. what happens oh after God. that. Oh my God! So what's your uh, number two, Dave? Uh, just uh, very. It's very um, gender normative. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I was going to say that, too. and also very attractive people normative. Like there were no obese people. There were no people that you would look at and go, "That person's just not attractive." Sure, because that would make it more compelling. I think. Because, I mean, it would be cruel and mean because people would come out and be like, oh. Well, then, yeah, then it becomes exploitative. And yeah, exploitative. But, also, but like, at the same time, if it's like tr- supposed to be reflecting real, real life. Real life, yes. Yeah. This isn't real life. These are all very attractive, mostly successful people, it seems like. You yes, know? exactly. You're right. That all have very, you know, so, a lot of them have a very serious careers. and Yeah. yeah. So yeah. baked sort of baked into the premise is this like we, we definitely can't have ugly people on the show well and also mm. nobody that's like gender non-conforming or anything sure. like that right? oh it's you're very right. clear all it's really all men straight, and women straight very straight very clearly men and women right yeah yeah and it's it's uh, i so that is perfect a perfect segue for my uh next one which is everything that is said is also very um western dominant culture narrative like it's mm, we're, we're, jobs and yeah we're really um and and to be honest it just when they're speaking to each other it, it doesn't seem like there's any meaning behind any of the words that are being said they they just i mean i, I had it in my synopsis but it just it's it's like chat gpt wrote a script for them and they're just reading it off yeah there's no real connection there's no real connection i mean somebody said at one point there were two people um, the girl said, or the guy said, my heart is racing, or the girl said, my heart is racing. And then the other one said, magnet for serendipity. And then back to the other one who said, that's a good affirmation. Like, what does oh, that yeah, even yeah, mean? Yeah. What are you, are you talking and, about? And you have to manifest things. <laughs> I don't know what these words are, but this is not, it's just fake. And it's, it's yeah. really well, that, that leads right into my number two, <laughs> which is, I was like, is this really how people talk? <laughs> because it it seems so like path- like not how I talk or I hear anyone else talk. I'm like yeah. this can't be real. And then I was like, well, the the issue is I don't know if it's performative. Like they they know there's a camera there, yeah. so they're listening to every sentence that they're saying and making sure it's sculpted correctly. Mm. So is it is it them performing for the camera? Is it really how they talk, or are the producers still in there? Like shouting, like, "Hey, you should tell that story about your brother dying now," oh. kind of thing, right? Because that is how this show works. Like, producers will tell them what to do, and mm. and and so so I'm like, so as they're speaking, and they don't sound like humans, I'm disconnected because I'm like, I yep. don't know if that's really them or what is fake, and I don't like that. I either want to know that I'm watching a scripted television show or actual real people talking. Like like the real world on MTV. Remember <laughs> remember back in the day? That was real reality. That was before people knew what reality TV was. Yeah. They didn't have careers being reality TV stars. Yeah. They just were actual human beings and they talked just like real humans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was great. And those days are gone. And so I don't know what these people are. <laughs> anyway. That was Actors. My, yeah. That was my number two. Yeah. I guess I, I, along the same lines, like 
it's when you're watching something like this, it's it's hard for me to get drawn into it because I'm looking like who's pulling the strings here, right? Like even getting into the pods, like you you think mathematically, what are the op op what are the possibilities yeah. that, that these two people are going to keep bumping into each other in the pod? I have a question on that. Maybe you know the answer because they kept saying like, oh, I went on a date with blah blah blah. Does that mean that those two people chose to be with each other, or like, do you actually know how? Maybe they maybe they're able to request or something. Is that it, Dave? I don't know mm. because clearly one guy guy bought presents for the girl. Yes, yeah, so and, and left them in the pod. There. Yeah, so, so maybe... they must. They must. The production team must help them coordinate. Like maybe they say, "I want to go on a date with so and so," and then that it's right. Like a it note seemed that, that way. it's like passing notes in middle school. Yeah, because <laughs> otherwise it would just like I don't, I didn't do the math on it because I don't think I'm capable of that. But if you take seventeen random people and see how much how many times they're actually going to. Yeah, team up tens with the same of thousands person. of Overlap. hours of filming. Yeah, mm. like uh, if it was completely randomized, it would be it wouldn't work. But yeah. also, I'm kind of I guess that ties into my other point, which is that I'm watching it and I know that there's cameras there. Is there a cameraman sitting in there with them? Are these all hidden cameras? They're obviously aware of the cameras because they're made up. Like mm. oh, I know, and and the lighting in there, although yeah. it's supposed to be in this kind of quiet pod, has got to be amazing <laughs> so that their makeup looks good and everything. Right? So oh my god. Um, it's hard to buy what they're saying because exactly what Justin said. Because you're, right? yeah, you just feel like they're not real. They're performing it's in half a sense. Performative. Yeah. yeah, I and I think that gets to the heart of, I have, uh, it, that gets to the heart of what I find so annoying and and not enjoyable about these shows is that when you watch TV normally, you're watching something. Um, that's scripted, unless you're watching a reality show. But with reality shows, I just find that I can't care i don't i am not able to develop feelings about the character because normally in a show that we're watching you know even if it's not that good at least i have sort of an inkling of oh i really want that person to win or i want that person to succeed or oh i hate that person they're there but with this i just don't care like <laughs> that's like i was saying in my synopsis like i don't i don't connect to any of these people yeah because they don't do anything they don't have a backstory that yeah i feel like i'm watching people that are trying to build an acting career not people that are there to find love oh that's a that's probably right yeah it felt like that way for most of the people yeah maybe not tiffany and brett but certainly the rest (laughs) we'll Well, see so i'll get to my final uh third grumble and it is it seemingly petty in the same way that you were talking about not the word like and whatever but like I just said like, <laughs> but vo- the vocal fry and, and hear me out because I know it's trendy to jump on vocal fry and hate on it. What? Mm-hmm. That's the, uh, this creepy uh, sound. Oh, this oh thing. God. Okay. And if you go back and listen to this, <laughs> the, both the men and the women, both of them are, there's a large percentage, if not the majority of people when they're in their pods talking that are using vocal fry for the, like the whole time. And it is very distracting to me. Uh, because I don't like, I'm one of those people who simply doesn't like the sound of it. Mm. And I, and I don't know if it's because it's like, why, why it bothers me so much. It used to be trendy to hate on it, but then there was an element, element of misogyny because it was used by women primarily to begin with more noticeably in the culture. Uh, and so hating on vocal fry became synonymous with sort of like hating on modern women. So I I don't think that was it. I think what bothers me about it, because in this, like I was saying, men and women are doing it kind of equally is that 
it is used to signify that you're comfortable and relaxed. So certainly when you're in a pod, you want to be like, yeah, that's cool. Like you want to show the other person that you're comfortable. Um, But it comes across to me in my ears as disinterested. Like if you're vocal frying the whole time, it's to me, it says you don't really believe in what you're saying. You don't really give a crap about what you're saying. You're just saying random bullshit Paris Hilton style yeah. vocal <laughs> creaky voice words. Yeah. If you use the right creaky voice, it sounds really, really yeah. thoughtful. That's a good oh my, I can't, how do you even do that? Uh, yeah. You just like, oh my God. Like, yeah, oh I totally God. know what you're talking about. Oh, like, no. it just sounds like you don't care yeah. because there's no energy. There's in order to get the creak to happen, you have to reduce the amount of energy energy and pressure to the oh. point where like it's it's a very sort of slow flap 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 of the vocal folds so you literally need <laughs> less energy and yeah. to me i want to if, if i'm talking to someone who wants to marry me they should be somewhat excited yeah not like oh my god that you're so, so attractive cool. I, th- I, I feel like it might be trying to mirror like pillow talk like you're lying right next yeah, to somebody and you're right. like, you're kind of just like talking right in their ear exactly oh exactly. no oh no so so i so i don't think i'm just oh, being no. petty i think i have good reasons for not liking vocal fry but i really i couldn't go through watching this show you just couldn't take it uh, because there was, there was it, one particular guy that yes. had yeah the the what's it was it the lawyer guy i or think the, zach maybe or i don't the, know who maybe it was. it was the uh the guy the biologist might have been him oh too God, yeah that guy yeah the, he, he was off the charts with it. It, <laughs> so, i couldn't i could hardly listen to him yeah oh, it's just man. it's really difficult it's yeah. a lot it's uh, anyway so yeah. there's my petty rant about vocal fry you're very yeah. scientific rant we even got it is some vocal fold <laughs> discussion here and, oh and because it, it is some one of the rumors is that it's it, like women should stop doing this particularly because it's bad for their voices they're going to damage their vocal folds you won't damage your vocal folds that okay. is that is not that is not true it's not damaging it Good does make know. a little could make it harder to sing maybe or whatever but it's not damn it's not doesn't produce damage so that's just that's just angry grumpy middle-aged white guys yelling <laughs> uh, relax yelling that's into the it. void okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> vocal frying into the void yeah all right that's the end um, of my uh okay. my grumble what about yeah. stuff that didn't need to be in here this didn't need to be in there why oh why did they include this scene this didn't need to be in there tell me what were they thinking what do you got dave I would say um, a lot of people in this pod, I don't feel like needed to be in here. Like, they, <laughs> I feel like, why are these people looking for love? Like, they're in their 30s. You know, they still get, they're like early very 30s. Very attractive. They're very attractive. They're professionals. I'm like, I find it hard to believe that these are the people that should be in here, right? I mean, I, obviously, I know that they're not, right? These people were chosen very specifically for, for certain traits or qualities to make this a dramatic, interesting show. But it would be so much more compelling, I think, if it was like actual, like a couple of incels, a couple like the, <laughs> oh, no. people that just have oh, no. no luck at all in dating, <laughs> Pitch right? Pitch that to Netflix. Yeah, oh, no. no. <laughs> Love is Blind, incel edition. Yeah. You know what I mean, though? Like yeah. just some people that legitimately struggle and it's a real problem with like being able to- I know to... what you mean. Like actual awkward people who've, who clearly would have a hard time dating. Yeah. Because they're like the terrible introverts, you know what I mean? They're just home playing like uh, video games all day long. <laughs> don't talk to anyone. They don't want to go outside. Yeah, I mean, I feel like all these people that are on here would be like top tier on a dating app. Yeah. Right? It would be the people that would be getting swiped on all the time. Yes. 
Probably, yeah. And maybe that's <laughs> what they don't like is it's like it's it's so empty and vacuous. This except this didn't seem to make it any less vacuous. <laughs> no. But yeah. oh gosh, what are um, you, Ashley? Seeing that did not need to be in there. Well, I I hope I'm not stealing yours. Um, but Sounds I like feel <laughs> like they absolutely didn't need to to overproduce. Like to, to the point where they had Tiffany falling asleep in the last scene. You don't have to add that kind of extra drama anymore. We aren't going, we're not waiting a week for the next episode to come out. Yeah. You, Do you know what I mean? I literally, after that, <laughs> oh, I was literally? like, Jesus, my God, now it's in, I literally. As soon as it's in your brain, it's it's in, like, you I can't like get rid of it. I literally clicked on, I clicked on to the next episode right after because I'm like, I thought she had died. And so I'm like, well, I'm like, is she dead? Let's let's see if she's dead. Because she just know. she was unresponsive. Wouldn't that be horrible? He just left her there. She was in cardiac arrest. He and he just went back and bitched to his friend. anybody. He didn't even call out her name. He's he like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. She's dead. She's dead. I can't marry a corpse. Yeah. So I, I'm like, well, what happened? And then I saw that just the beginning of the next episode, yeah. like you're saying, there's no cliffhanger. You can just press play yep. and they'll tell you exactly how it we ended. We are no longer, it doesn't, Netflix, I, I don't know if you're listening, but if you are, just stop it. We're not in the, we don't, this isn't TV. We just go to the next episode and watch it. We're not going to wait to find out what your stupid cliffhanger was. Same. So my Ugh. my scene that need, didn't need, is the same scene. Yeah. I, I, if, that is one of the primary reasons, but also I'm like, was it fake? Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't, I just can't imagine that you're having a heartfelt conversation <laughs> where someone has, you just told someone you love them for the first time and they're like, oh my God. And they're about to tell you that they love you too. And you fall asleep. No it way. It seemed implausible. Yeah. It, it, it is possible. Maybe she is one of these people. Like I was saying, I might fall asleep in such Maybe a comfortable Maybe narcolepsy, I don't know. It, right? <laughs> but it was played off. And if you mm-hmm. go, go to episode two and you see that the girls go in, they're like, wakey, wakey. And she's like, oh no, where's Brett? Like, I didn't believe that. Yeah. I, that felt fake to me. And so I looked, I Googled. I'm like, was well, this fake? Nobody's nobody said anything. She was very attractively sleeping. Too. Yeah, exactly. Facing the facing the camera, yeah. probably her best side, yeah. fully made it's, up. So <laughs> Not I didn't like believe drooling it. at the one side of her mouth. Exactly. exactly. And, and that makes me wonder, Justin, if it was uh, um, an intervention by production. Yeah, exactly. Like them making things happen. Or, right. They might have been mm. having that conversation. And the producers would be like, guys, this is great. Can you just do that again? But this time. Could you pretend like you fall asleep as he's telling you? Yeah, this he's is like, moving way too fast. We need to slow this down. Yeah, I, I, oh I, I bet a producer popped in and said that, or something it, along those lines. And that, and that's. I mean, I, I didn't mention it in the grumbles, but it's just. It's so overproduced. It's so overproduced from the music that they play to tell you how to feel, from to actual production people going in and telling people what to do and what not to do. Yeah, but but a lot of people like that. But I think you and mm. I don't seem to like that very not much. Very or at much. least I have an aversion to it. <laughs> I really, really, yeah. really don't like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, something that you wished you were in? I wish I was in that scene. It's really freaking cool. Yeah, really freaking cool. I wish I was in that scene. Don't you? Yeah, what do you? What, what yes. is your number one wish you were in scene, um, Dave? Well, this was really playing into the improv improviser in me. I was just like, Uh-oh. wouldn't it be cool to go into this like? 
with an improv mindset, right? And so just just make up any character right? and then just be a different character. <laughs> Every pod, <laughs> Every is, pod is Oh is my god! And there and nobody can figure out who they're talking to. It's like, well, that guy, you know, Samuel, who's like the you know construction worker. <laughs> Who's that? I never, you know, I never talked to a Samuel. I don't think he's on the list. Yeah, I mean, Do you, you mean, mean Doug the mountain climber? You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just have a different accent yeah, like, for everyone. Yeah. I just thought it would be hilarious. Oh my god! I'm Gunter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just play it. Just play it for what it is, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I also have a scene that I want Dave to be in. Oh, great! Let's put him <laughs> in here. I did this again. Um, so Dave, we we know that you know you are uh, in the construction business. You do a lot. You're very handy. So. I was thinking that it would be great if you were a handyman that had been working on the set that built in secret doors between the pods Ooh. and then you just got like a little side hustle going where you started charging oh, people, people on the side to, to, go to use them so they could go sleep see. with each other. <laughs> Yeah, just like I'll let you smell them yeah. for ten bucks. For 10 I'll open bucks, a little I'll smell the door. door. Let you smell you've, them. You've <laughs> handcrafted an artisanal smell hole. Yeah, just a nose-sized <laughs> smell hole, like a little glory As you hole and for noses. Have told us apparently you have to smell your partner. Well, it sounds like Dave will get into that for trivia. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you the thing that I wish I was in. I wish I was in any scene with the communal area in the men's or the women's, but the men's mostly, simply because it had the stupidest, most masculine bullshit. Objects, including like a pool table and dumbbells. Everyone's, but no books. No, no books. Not a book. I want to be in there with like a cart of books and be like, guys, put the dumbbells down. Here's some books to read. Some sci-fi. We got some classics. Like, yeah, here's one on on how to understand women. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just it was oh, no. the dumbbells thing. It just killed me. I'm like, it you've got to be joking. Uh, it, like Dave said, it was just so. It was down the lines of gender. Here straight, are the men, here are the women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, anyway, that was cool. it for me. So, all right. Yeah. And now we're on to what? Dave, some, we got trip. some trivia. Ooh. You're in charge of trivia, and I'm excited. It's time for trivia. What do you know? I know something that I Googled just now. Did you learn anything that I didn't know? I learned something that I Googled just now. Okay, well, I had a couple of things that I need to mention because Ashley sent them to me. Um, just a couple of articles, one from Rolling Stone and one from you the can't, You can't secretly do trivia. I, she wanted I sent it. it to both of you. Oh, okay. She wanted to implant her trivia. Okay. So anyway, oh my gosh. We'll, get, we'll give it a mention, Ashley. <laughs> okay. Because you, uh, you did so much work looking it up. So an article in Rolling Stone and The Independent both cite, and this may play into whether the gal is actually sleeping or not, is that a lot of the contestants uh, complained about like sleep deprivation being an issue, um, them depriving them of like uh, water and and pushing alcohol on them quite a bit, and also working them like long like ten twelve hour days. Really? While they're in these pods, so a lot of people like trying to keep them on edge, you know, trying to keep them edgy. That's annoying as hell. And some yep. guy lost like a ton of weight because they he they weren't. Um, providing a lot of food. What? Yeah. 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 Like just, what? Yeah. This is lunacy. So th this actually takes it back into like maybe there is some experimenting going on. That's not quite part this, of the show, this right? Run by like the UPenn Psych Department or oh, something. No. Yeah. We so just they get think people they, drunk and don't feed them. Yeah, Let's they see what happens. They think they're on a reality show, but actually this is like a sleep deprivation experiment Jesus or something. Crazy. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, and yeah, so they do get paid. But apparently they get paid pretty much minimum wage or less, like $1,000 a week. But like they're doing 10, 
12 hour days of this for like 10 weeks in the pod yeah okay and the show does pay for other things like their wedding venue and stuff like that but a lot of them had to pay above and beyond for like mm-hmm. makeup and things like that so they're losing money probably yeah so it's not like a huge money making venture so they're off work how does that work i know they yeah. have to take time off how work. long are they how long does filming take you know well it's like 10 days in the pods wait and then 10 days or 10 weeks 10 days in the pod. Okay. And then okay. there's probably a few weeks of this whole, like, they go on a honeymoon. So, like, right. a month somewhere. off or whatever. And then they okay. live together. And I don't know if they're working while they're living together because they're, they're all living together in the same apartment oh, building. Oh, okay. Like, Weird. as a couple, they're not living, they don't go back to their home with this person, right? Though. So, anyway. But is it just the couple that lives together or, or, or yeah. a bunch of No, them the, the couple, house? but I think they're in the same building, maybe, just probably oh. to increase tension. I don't know. <laughs> probably, because then they have to be like, oh, but I like that I was guy. down in the then... laundry room and I accidentally had sex with chad <laughs> and now oh, no. and now i think the wedding is off right oh, God, yeah. <laughs> anyway um so that was that trivia i just had a bit of other so there, i was like what about because justin mentioned this at the beginning of the show sight impaired people yeah have perfectly normal relationships all the time so, <laughs> exactly Dave, yeah so how you. do how do they possibly form any oh, kind no. of love bond can you imagine yeah so anyway studies of course have been done on this right so i looked up oh, a study great. there was like a this is an actual um you know, legitimate study. I didn't write down the journal. I should have cited this better. But anyway, I just went right to the conclusions. Um, so yeah, generally, like it's an accepted uh, understanding in uh, this sort of study that n- uh, normally cited men and women. Men generally choose over choose uh, mates using visual stimuli. Mm-hmm. Their vi- physical attractiveness is usually high on the on the the list for men. Whereas uh, for the women, it's like the ability for the men to attain resources. So that's usually a high factor, like what kind of job the guy has or whatever, right? It's mm. an attractive thing more than women. Higher rates higher than physical attractiveness. Interesting. So that doesn't skew much with sight. Um, the women stay about the same with un- unsighted women or sight impaired women. Um, with men... Um, it, it does skew because obviously physical attractiveness isn't, <laughs> isn't <laughs> no longer an option. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so really this, there's nothing really, we're not reinventing the wheel here. Right. Basically. But they did find that olfactory senses <laughs> smell is usually the second tier. Right. So if you can't see a person, generally their smell and your olfactory senses come into play and you're attracted to their scent and it's a it's a it ranks very high mm. on whether or not you find somebody attractive even more so than you know what kind of job they may have or yeah what That's they right. do for a living or if they're nice or not you know sometimes you're just attracted to their smell i want to yeah. add a little tidbit to this because my first experience with what you're talking about i was doing a play with a bunch of people and it involved some dancing and we'd end up kind of sweaty at the end of the rehearsals um and one of the women who was a good friend of mine um she had a very strong scent like at the end of these rehearsals where we were doing long hours of of rehearsing and and, and moving around and dancing and stuff and i at one point i was i was thinking about maybe i should mention it to her that she's she has this very strong scent and the very same day that I was thinking about telling her this one of the guys in the group 
um, actually made a comment and was like, man, I, I'm not trying to be weird or freaky, but you, you smell really good to this person. Right. Right. So it was that very clear, obvious pheromone thing going on where I'm a woman, you know, comp- competing for biological resources or whatever. So to me, maybe it wasn't the nicest smell, but to a guy in the same group, it was like very, very attractive. It was a great smell. So right. it's so interesting how how it's how that how that plays out. Yeah, so when they try to eliminate sight from this thing they're doing and rely just on people saying, yeah, I'm knocking about it. I'm really, you know, fry. really connecting on some deep level. Uh, <laughs> but what either is even more important than that is like are your other senses take over. Is your auditory senses take over, your olfactory senses take over, and you're still a biological creature. So it's yeah. like we're attracted to the sound somebody makes, you know, their Mm, their, their voice yeah but, smell, but yeah it's a, it's a pretty big deal scent and like yeah there's there's the way that someone actually smells that you could be attracted to but then there's pheromones which aren't really you don't notice them but right. you are sensing them or whatever yeah. and there's so many amazing studies on like <clears throat> smelling people's clothing and being able to identify whether or not that person was scared or they're like you can tell their emotional state based on the smell of their 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 wow. sweat essentially that's very interesting but you can also t- tell whether or not you're attracted to them or whether or not they're attractive to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's a huge deal. And and if you think <laughs> about the ultimate question of like, why do we have armpit hair? Why do we have pubic hair? Those are weird ass things, right? And they're, yep. they're, they're mostly for capturing your smell and oh. making it available to a potential mate. So nowadays, right. of course, we're showering all the time. We're soaping up. We're like using perfume and deodorant. And um, it masks our natural smell. But normally humans would be like your dancey friend, right? Super smelly. Yeah. And like you would be like that guy was like, oh, man, to you, she smells terrible. But to him, like he's like, this is I got a mate with her. You know? And so <laughs> that's what the system is designed for. And yeah. there may be a component of it for uh, sort of gen- there's a I don't know where the state of this hypothesis is. Maybe yeah. it was in your research. Like there are um, like gene compatibility things that happen. So if you are attracted to someone mm-hmm. and it is expressed through their genes, through their pheromones uh, in a way that says for whatever reason, the matchup of your genetic structure oh. might be might be good. good. I don't know how any of this is mediated. For... I'm talking. Yeah. I, I, this is old in the back of my brain information but essentially um you will be more compatible with someone in terms of producing viable offspring if they also smell attractive to you oh that is so, very so you, interesting yeah, you should be listening to your nose and smelling yeah. people for mating that way because you'll have better babies wow yeah. if baby making is your you know, <laughs> your ultimate goal it, it, yeah if that's not always thing. doesn't have to be you know no, no pressure but so there you go so i always wonder like, out. for sperm donor for for women who want to get sperm donors oh. or whatever uh, i always thought like wouldn't it be neat to include a smell component like here's his sper- like here's this guy's like resume and here's a a, a pair of underwear he wore yesterday <laughs> And yeah. then you smell them, and you're like, yeah, I could go with that. Yeah, it's probably, it smells healthy. Yeah, it, it, I swear to God, it would probably be very helpful That's for producing so good offspring. Funny, oh yeah. my god! So I think rant. there should be another reality show called "Smell My Fiance" or something like that, right? <laughs> Love is stinky. Only smell them. You don't yeah, need you to just, talk. You just create the entire relationship based on how someone smells. Smells. Yeah, oh but my surely gosh. You, must, you must nuzzle into your husband's neck and and be like, yes. oh, and tastes yummy or whatever. Yes, he does. That's <laughs> see, yeah. I, if if he smell did not plays has, a big part in it. Yeah, if you did not <laughs> smell or taste that. 
that way, you probably would never have gotten together. And it's a huge yeah. part in human bonding. Like that's how babies, you know, babies are all about smell. Yeah, you want to eat them up. Yeah, and they yep. smell the mother, and then you know, and all other mammals too, right? It's yep. like, how do you tell which buffalo is your mom, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's right. Scent. Anyway, my yeah, gosh. So yes, I yep. agree. It's weird that this show. Uh, I think it's the smell thing more than the sight that is kind of a big deal. It would be, mm. you know, or at least yeah. equally, like you're we'll saying, just to, slightly below. Yeah. We'll have to make our own version of this with the Annie Ganesh people, but we'll give them that little door that we'll get Dave the smell handyman to smell hole. The smell Put hole. your hand through. Ooh, Let me smell your show. hand. Dave's smell hole. <laughs> oh, no. That's going to be the name of this show. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that is going to be number one on uh, Netflix Dave's for sure. Dave's hole for the We're pitching that to Netflix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No. Okay. All right. All right. Ashley, we have to watch the next show for next week. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? So, Flix Patrol tells me that uh, Canada and the U.S. have the same top TV show today. They have different movies, so we're not doing the movie. The top TV show in the U.S. and Canada as of today is The Diplomat. Okay. And I'm very excited because I saw this on Netflix last night and I started watching it because I was like, this is everything I love. And so. I'm really excited about this next week. Uh, right. So, uh, the y- yes, I yeah uh, yeah I, d- I don't I don't tell me anything about it. Let's okay. just we're just gonna watch it. Virgin viewers, Dave, right. have you seen it, Dave? No. Okay, we're Virgin viewers. It's it's season mm. one, episode one. It's a new show. Am I going to hate it? That's all I need to know. Uh I'm not gonna say a thing because I don't think so. But I I don't I don't want to. Okay, well, let's not spoil it. Yeah. So everybody watch, what was it called? The Diplomat? The, the Diplomat. Diplomat. Yep. Okay, for next yeah. week. Mm-hmm. And and Ashley, do you want to give our social information? Yes, you're good at yes. that. You know what you're doing. <laughs> give us a follow on uh, on Facebook, but more importantly on Instagram. Um, we're posting everything on there these days. So our, our you know overall synopsis is on there. And then whatever's coming up next week is on our stories, on the highlights. Um, so check out the highlights if you happen to forget what's coming up next week. Uh, at Why Are People Watching This? So yeah. And send us your questions if you have any. Um, and your thoughts on our new format if you like that. And and uh, yeah, keep keep your eyes peeled. We might have some exciting news coming up in the future here about the pod. Do we? Um, yeah. I'm, I'm excited too. <laughs> I can't wait for you to tell me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Dave, yeah. are we done? That's we're done. Okay, we're done. I'm not watching any more of this. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, oh, I will bad. not be. But you let me know well. how it goes with Brett and. I bet and everybody Tiffany? gets a divorce within. I mean, at least fifty percent of them, right? Have got to get a divorce. That's just standard. Standard. Yeah, just statistic yeah. anomaly, yeah. right? If they well, didn't, I, so. I wish them all a happy marriage and a, a, a profitable divorce. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And we'll see you next week. <laughs> see ya. Bye. Bye. enjoyed the show please give us a rating and maybe a review on the apple podcast store this is the number one thing you can do to help out the show strangely enough and it's simple and it's easy and you can do it right now if you got a bit of extra cash to kick around and want to support the show financially check us out on why are people watching there's a link there to support the show the music you hear during the show is written and produced by me and my very talented wife why Are People Watching This is a production of Outside the Lines Press with support from the Black Box Collective and Anaganish Improv. <laughs>